0: It's difficult to get the DevOps folks really up to speed on doing things like layer seven inspection of traffic. And it's difficult to get the traditional networking and security teams up to speed on things like native services and AWS and how those things work. We've got teams that speak two different languages and they have a really hard time coming together. Technology is transforming how we think, how we lead and how we win. From Innervision, this is Status Go, the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision.
1: Hello and welcome to Status Go. I'm Alicia Gaba, VP of Marketing for InterVision, and I have with me today Paul Clement, our automation practice lead, and Kevin Brick, Innervision's resident expert on advanced networking within AWS. These two are out there actively helping some of the biggest brands tackle what I would say is one of the hairiest of all AWS-related challenges, and that is how to not only make sense of your AWS network, but secure it while running at DevOps speed. And we're doing this podcast episode somewhat on the heels of AWS's big announcement of its Transit Gateway service, so this is a perfect time to dive into the topic. Paul and Kevin, thanks for joining me today.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Alicia. Happy to be here.
1: Good. So let's, let's kick things off. I've heard both of you talk a lot about how a lot of companies today are just simply struggling with AWS network security. What are the factors, the biggest factors that have contributed to this?
2: Yeah, well, I can, let me, let me tackle that one first, uh, Alicia. So yeah, I, what what we've seen is it's uh, kind of ironic um, where a lot of companies are starting to use uh, uh, AWS, but it's not really been initiated. That use hasn't been really initiated from IT operations. It's really been initiated from uh, developers or business units. You know, these are, these are teams within companies that want to transform. Uh, a lot of people use that, that term, digitally transform their companies um, using technology and software. And they've been turning to AWS for, for years now, uh, essentially building these these applications um, and starting to grow these at, at, at scale. And so the, the challenge now that we've seen from a lot of our customers is that they're either waking up to it um, or they're having new leadership in, in position that are saying, okay, we now are either going to embrace you know, AWS is a new data center. Some of them are saying, you know what, we're going to just completely ditch our data center and we're just going to go all in on AWS. But but either way, you know, a lot of the customers that we're dealing with now have to, uh, you know, essentially retrofit networking and security uh, around applications that are, that are already in there. And this is, you know, really a, a completely different way that's been done in the past. And I think, you know, I'm going to turn to you, Kevin, because, I mean, you've probably seen it. You've been helping customers build traditional data centers, and it's uh, it's kind of different, right?
0: Yeah, it absolutely is different. And um, one of the big factors here is that the traditional networking and security teams have not had a role in the AWS deployments. We've had kind of a shadow IT group or these DevOps teams that have gone out and built these applications, and they've done it using the native AWS services, what they haven't, one of the things that the native AWS services doesn't provide is security. There are some tools there, but you don't get the same level of security that you get with on-prem tools. For example, um, Palo Alto Networks firewalls. And so now the networking and security teams that are responsible for building the traditional on-prem data centers have to figure out how to go in and build networking and security into AWS and AWS is different from traditional networking and security. There's kind of a different set of constructs. They don't, um, you know, when you're building a data center, you have physical control, you have control of the physical, uh, environment in AWS, you have to work within the constraints of what they've built and presented for us. For example, there's no layer two in AWS. So you don't have the option of doing traditional HA clusters, uh, and, and that type of thing. And so you have to work around what AWS has provided or exposed in terms of the, the underlying network um, and, and, the, and the APIs and whatnot. But ultimately, what we have to do is we have to figure out a way to shoehorn traditional security uh, disciplines into the AWS environment.
2: Yeah, kind of adding on top of what Kevin was saying, you know, I was actually talking to a, um, a team of developers uh, at the other day who, you know, we've been involved with their networking team and their security team around uh, exactly this, kind of helping retrofit and build a little bit more discipline in the AWS environment. And what's so funny is how these guys just really don't, they just don't understand it from a developer perspective because from their perspective, you know, they, they have compute and they have storage, their application's running. Um, they, they have load balancing in there from a networking perspective. They have data protection where they have encryption set up and they're they're doing snapshot of their of their databases so to them they have they have security uh they, they have data protection and in their world that's it that's all they really have and that's all they really need and so there there's a bit of a of a struggle and really a disconnect between between that team and you know the the networking and security team who who we're kind of dealing with where, you know, we're starting to talk about segmentation. uh, We're talking about, you know, how to do account segmentation, access control, just all the other things that that to them just feels is going to slow them down. And uh, yeah, it's just a challenge for sure.
1: I can only imagine that the two of you are, are put in these situations where you're being exposed to the cloud and DevOps teams, as well as the traditional network and security teams. Are you seeing there be issues with them simply speaking different languages and that's, that causes friction or how are you seeing them come together, maybe effectively or, or maybe when it's not gone so effectively?
0: Yeah, so I mean, this again. This comes back to the fact that you have you know separate teams with separate um, uh, skill sets and and disciplines that they're used to to performing. So, you know, your DevOps team. This is a team of developers, and and in before there was public cloud, your your developers always had to go to your IT teams in order to get things like infrastructure. So, they had to put in a request to get you know, servers deployed and firewall rules updated. As soon as they went to AWS, they, they basically um, had this opportunity to kind of end run the, the traditional networking and security teams, they could deploy everything themselves. Um, and so they didn't need to have a knowledge of the, the networking or security side. And, and, and then likewise, on the other side, you have this um, these network networking and security teams, they're not developers. And so they've, they haven't really gone out and learned AWS. And so they do speak two different languages. Um, and it's it's difficult to get, you know, the DevOps folks um, really up to speed on doing things like layer seven inspection of traffic. Um, and it's difficult to get the, the traditional networking and security teams up to speed on things like native services and AWS and how those things work. And so we do see situations where we've got teams that speak two different languages and they have a really hard time uh, coming together and kind of agreeing on what the correct approach is for solving the security problem uh, within AWS.
2: Yeah, and I and I would say that's that's really been an area of focus for us that we've been able to help customers around um, is that we've just seen that these politics you know play out in in so many different uh, organizations. And uh, you know, not to say that you know it's uh, it's it's easy peasy, uh, but I, I feel that we have a, a pretty good methodology uh, in place to, to help bring those different teams together that are that are talking different languages and help them essentially get uh, what, which what, what each of them wants right. The networking, the security team just wants the the controls and uh, the processes in place. The, the, the DevOps and the applications teams just want to move fast. And that's where we've, uh, we've definitely developed tools and, and processes to, to help them both achieve their, their goals.
1: It certainly seems to me that the, the teams that can come together and figure this out effectively are going to be the most successful. I think we can all acknowledge that AWS has tremendous value companies are moving faster, they're deploying things more quickly. And yet we're also at a time where the, the threat landscape is intense. So the idea that you could help these companies come together on this really tricky topic when they've got very different bases of knowledge seems incredibly powerful to me.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, and, and this is where, again, we've, we've kind of gone through it a number of different ways. We've done, you know, the workshops, uh, we've, we've done presentations, we've done lectures. And, uh, and one of the more effective areas that we kind of developed, and this is actually something that Kevin kind of led the charge on, is uh, developing our own uh, tool sets to essentially uh, show people. And, uh, and one of those, again, is a is, uh, you know, tool set that uh, I'll let Kevin kind of talk more about, but we're, we're calling it a network security automation framework, which is uh, a tool, again, that, that Kevin helped develop. But it essentially, instead of just kind of talking to how uh, security and network controls uh, can be automated. It's 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 actually a tool that allows customers to see it and feel it. So, you know, for the networking and security team, they can. It lowers that that barrier of scariness, if you will. That uh, a lot of the processes and controls that they're doing manually today can be automated, and we use that as a way of, of kind of showing them how they can they can take the same controls and tools and, and automate that. And at the same time, it also shows. Uh, the, the DevOps and the applications teams that very traditional and very important tools like Palo Alto uh, can be agile and, and can be scalable uh, in a platform like AWS and I don't know Kevin if you want to try to delve into that a little bit more
0: yeah we I mean what we basically we ran into this situation where you know we're trying to get these teams on the same page and it was very difficult um, without having something that they could, you know, look at and and kind of touch and feel. And so we built the framework to kind of accelerate the process. There's a steep learning curve when, you know, traditional networking and, and security folks start to um, work in AWS and, and try to, to interface with the development application teams and so we built a tool that accelerates the process and um, and, and really uh, helps those teams uh, along that learning curve, or accelerates their ability to learn how things work in AWS. And um, we originally built it around uh, the transit VPC architecture. Transit VPC architecture allows organizations to to kind of solve the the networking problem within AWS traditionally they would you know you've got these um these teams that were out deploying workloads in aws and you'd end up with this kind of sprawl of uh, of you know uh, aws accounts and vpcs and many of these needed connectivity either back to on-prem or, or or other environments and so they ended up with you know this kind of spaghetti mess of of um vpcs and workloads and then connectivity back to on-prem environments And um, it just became a nightmare to manage using the traditional um, AWS native tools. And so the Transit VPC architecture really solves two problems. Well, the the Transit VPC architecture itself, it solves the networking problem. And so uh, it lends itself to kind of centrally deploying the security component as well. We built a framework that deploys a Transit VPC architecture with uh, Palo Alto firewalls deployed uh, within the Transit VPC in order to provide the advanced networking services or sorry the advanced security services so that would be the the deep packet inspection the threat inspection url filtering uh, data loss prevention all of those things and so the network security automation framework um, takes what was you know traditionally a, a one or two week deployment of a transit vpc architecture and, and we saw a lot of customers that tried to deploy it for weeks or months and never really achieved it um, but we've condensed that down to about an hour and a half or two hour deployment for a complete transit VPC, including, you know, firewalls completely up and running, uh, including the ability to kind of automate um, onboarding existing work uh, workloads. And so uh, it really accelerates that process. And typically customers... Uh, the way we would engage is we would we would come in and kind of deploy a a, a POC environment with the Transit VPC uh, automation framework and turn it over to them and and kind of let them kick the tires, and very quickly we see that that teams start to understand how these things work and then the the other side of that the you know not only are we helping the networking and security teams but then the dev teams the DevOps teams and the application teams we can show them how the automation works and we can show them that. They don't have to worry about security interrupting their agility. You know, they're they're used to, to running at DevOps speed, and so uh, what we're trying to do is introduce security and continue to allow them to run at DevOps speed. And so by integrating that automation piece, um, we're we're not interrupting their CI/CD pipeline. We're just integrating the security in an automated way. Um, so it's it really the best of both worlds. The security teams get the controls and the visibility that they need, and the DevOps teams keep the agility that they need.
1: Paul, did you have anything to add?
2: Yeah, well, and and I know, uh, you know, while while we deploy this specifically around transit VPC, you know, the, the new transit gateway service, which just got released, is
0: the other area
2: that we're covering as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the the original, um, you know, network security automation framework is built around the Transit VPC architecture. Um, this was before, obviously, Transit Gateway. And so the Transit VPC was solving for the, the, the network topology or network design issue. Well, AWS recognized this. And so they uh, built a native AWS solution that for the most part solves that the, the networking issue that we were solving with Transit VPC. Now Transit VPC is still a legitimate architecture and there are certain use cases where it still makes sense. But what Transit Gateway Service does is it allows or provides a native AWS service, which basically solves for Uh, what we were solving for with the transit VPC. And so it it provides the ability to provide a transit mechanism for uh, traffic between um, any uh, AWS workloads, existing workloads, new workloads. And so basically we're attaching VPCs to the transit gateway service. And then we're attaching uh, our security VPC or what, what was our transit VPC before. And the, the firewalls are now deployed in that security VPC. And so we're leveraging the Transit Gateway service to solve the networking component, but we're still layering in our uh, security component on top of that.
1: So it sounds to me like the two of you have made a lot of progress working with some companies around this topic, and AWS is, is clearly doing some things to give people more control over their routing and networking. What is your biggest piece of advice for teams, whether it's cloud and DevOps, networking and security? all of them combined. What's your advice for these groups who are trying to tackle this issue of up-leveling their network security within AWS?
2: Yeah, Alicia, I'll kind of tackle that one first and then I'll kind of look to Kevin on his piece. But but for me, you know, you, you have to have both sides coming together and working together. That that means the application and the and the DevOps teams um, working alongside Networking and the security teams—it's um, just unfortunate. Maybe it's just human nature, call it what you will. But uh, you know, we, we tend to see a lot of these companies—they just they they can't they can't seem to just get on the same page, and so everybody runs off into their little silos, and and it's just not the way to to do it. So the network security automation framework that we talked about. That, that kind of helps bridge that gap so that these guys can can not only speak, but also more importantly, understand, uh, you know, each other, because w- without that team approach uh, guaranteed either either you're going to fail or you're only going to get so far. You're, you're, you're never going to be as successful as your executives and even what you might be hoping to, to accomplish in AWS.
0: My advice to, to these teams would be go out and build it, right? Build a POC. Um, this, this gives everybody an opportunity to kind of work together in a real environment. Um, we see customers build a POC, get uh, test workloads deployed, and start to integrate the automation. And very quickly, the DevOps team see, hey, this isn't going to slow me down. Or if it is going to slow me down, it's going to be minimal. It's just a matter of planning, uh, you know, incorporating into your CIDC pipeline. So you know, that orchestration could be done through Terraform. It can be done through native AWS tools. Um, it can be done uh, in a lot of different ways, but basically, you know, we're just hooking into the automation framework. The automation framework is is uh, using Ansible to to configure against Palo Alto, and it's using the aws apis to deploy either the transit vpc or the transit gateway service uh, and then on the other side the security team see that that this stuff can all be deployed and automated quickly and then when the environment is up and running they've they've got what they need they've got the visibility into the traffic and they've got the tools to control the traffic and so it just accelerates the process dramatically and really you know once that poc is in place uh, it really facilitates kind of moving that into an, uh, the production operations environment very quickly.
2: Yeah. And just to kind of dovetail onto what Kevin says, uh, when they do that POC, you got to do it together. Don't do it separately.
0: Yep, yeah, 100%.
1: Well, I think it's safe to say that AWS it is it's truly helping organizations transform digitally and be more agile and we are in this world where we have to ensure that we're preventing threats and risk from occurring within those environments because public cloud is no longer re- relegated to shadow it it is production enterprise workloads and we've got to have teams who can come together to architect secure and and move fast together so i think the things that you guys have shared with us today have been really powerful in reminding people that it is still a shared security model within aws and so your experts in security, they can work together with the cloud and DevOps worlds and not slow them down like you're saying, right? That's that's the big thing. We want to, we want to enable companies to move fast, to transform, to stay ahead of their competition. And you can do that all and do it securely and and with a strong networking and data center construct within AWS. So thank you both for joining me today. It's been a fun conversation and thanks to all of our listeners for joining us on this episode of Status Go.
2: You've been listening to the Status Go podcast. You can subscribe
0: on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find Intervision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening.
2: Until next time.